We're back. It's rant time. It's venting time. I think we all just saw what happened. And uh, what we happened was exactly what we were so frustrated about. What we were so excited about with Trey Lance. The reason why so many of us, not everyone, but so many of us, we're so excited to see Trey Lance. Thanks for checking into the podcast, by the way. I apologize I didn't post anything after last week's game. It was glorious beating the Seahawks. Uh, unfortunately, it came with the tragic loss of losing our quarterback, Trey Lance, to a broken ankle for the season. Some people speculate he may be healthy in, you know, 10 weeks or whatever, uh, but that doesn't count rehab, so Trey Lance is out for the season. Jimmy came in, led the team to a win, or at least finished up a win where the Seahawks uh, proceeded to score zero points on offense. So, yeah. Congratulations, Jimmy G. You came in and beat a team that couldn't score a single point on offense in week two. Unfortunately... Jimmy does not seem to have the ability to beat a team that can score nine points on offense. Because that's what it took. That's what it took. The 49ers just lost to the Broncos. Jeez, I'm going to have to plug my laptop in. My battery's low. 49ers just lost to the Broncos 11-10. to How do you lose to a team that only scores 11 points, you ask? I will tell you. I will tell you. I will tell you exactly how you lose to a team that can only put 11 points on the board. And really, their offense only put nine points on the board because you gave them a safety. Jimmy scored two points for the other team. So I would like to give you the anatomy of Jimmy G and a very important lesson just in terms of football. And one of the reasons why I absolutely love The sport of football. See, when I was growing up, uh, my dad wasn't into football because he was like, oh, it's just a bunch of big guys hitting each other. And I didn't understand the technical intricacies of everything in terms of like, you know, there's gap schemes and zones and there's so much, there's so much technicality and scheme and chess that goes on in the game of football. 
Some people are better at it than others. Some people have like one really good thing. Like one thing that they're really good at. Now... In my opinion, one of the biggest things that determines how good you will be in the NFL is how good are you at adjusting. The NFL is all about adjustments. Football is all about adjustments. You can have the most, like, just game-wrecking badass play, period. And you use it, and it's just like... It doesn't matter what happens. It's a 90-yard touchdown for all you care. Game-wrecking play, right? Am I right? I'm right. However, defenses get paid too. Defensive coordinators get paid too. There's been a lot of championships won on the back of defensive adjustments. It's not all about offense. And the problem that we have run into, and my biggest concern when it came to Jimmy G, was precisely this. It really, literally came down to, okay, we now have Jimmy G. We've seen how Jimmy G plays. Jimmy G does not go deep. Jimmy G does not like to go outside the numbers. Jimmy G likes to throw over the middle. Jimmy G is good at rhythm passing. So timing, rhythm passing, over the middle, that complements a good run game. And what has the NFL learned after watching Jimmy G for the last few years? Well, it's really quite simple. Crowd the box and the line of scrimmage. That's all you got to do. That is what we have seen the NFL do in terms of adjusting to Jimmy G. That's what they've done. They've said, cool. Jimmy needs a complimentary run game. All right. We will put eight, nine, Ten guys in the box. I think you remember the Rams game last year where they were literally putting like nine guys in the box and six guys on the line of scrimmage. Well, it's hard to run the ball when there's seven to nine guys in the box and five or six guys on the line of scrimmage. Jimmy G does not adjust. If Jimmy G adjusted, we wouldn't be having, we wouldn't have to bring in Trey. But the problem was, it was so obvious what was happening. It was like, oh, cool. Like, all right, all he does is throw over the middle short timing passes. And if we stuff the run, we can just crowd the box and he'll just throw it right to defenses. And he'll give us two to four opportunities a game, you know, to pick him off. Jimmy G will gift us two to four dumbass throws per game. Trying to thread the needle when he could just go deep, go outside the numbers. 
I mean, it's not like you have playmakers or anything. You know, Jimmy G obviously has to do everything. It's not like he has, you know, an all-pro wide receiver and an all-pro tight end. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No. No, wait, wait. He's got a Debo and a George Kittle. Shit. Okay. All right. Never mind then. So anyways, in a game where the 49ers defense shut down Russell Wilson and the Broncos for 50 minutes and where the 49ers defense allowed a total of nine points coming off of a game where they allowed zero points. They lost because Jimmy couldn't fucking lead a drive. This is why we wanted Trey Lance. And unfortunately, we're not going to get to see Trey Lance until next year. And I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on that because it was an unfortunate freak accident of an injury. Obviously, in my opinion, you shouldn't be rushing your quarterback in between the tackles. I, I don't like the way that they were using Trey Lance in the run game. Do I have a problem with the idea of using a quarterback as a run threat? No. However, there's a couple of things that you got to consider with that. Number one. How good is that quarterback at avoiding hits? Trey is not good at avoiding hits. He likes to take them on. Trey, I hate to tell you this, but you're not Cam Newton. And even if you were, that would be a concern because that would limit your playtime to basically like five years. Because uh, even somebody like Cam Newton, who's bigger, stronger, faster than you, destroyed his body and can't even get a job in the NFL now at like 30 years old or 32 or whatever he is. You are not Lamar. Lamar is a magician in terms of evading hits. Russell Wilson has been a magician in terms of evading hits. Jalen Hurts is basically a run, runs as well as a running back in my opinion. He could play running back. But he's actually a solid quarterback. He is built like a running back. He can run like a running back. His athletic testing was that of a running back. Trey, you're 6'4", 220. You're not 240. Stop running in between the tackles and trying to take on defensive ends, linebackers, and defensive tackles. Shanahan, if you're going to run him up the middle, at least make sure that you have a numbers game and every single person accounted for it. I hate the zone read up the middle. And again, it's not that... Trey's injury was a freak accident. Like, I don't think any of us could have expected that to happen like we really couldn't have but 
what Shanahan was doing in terms of the usage was was not good. You know, like if you're gonna run, do outside zone reads. You know, you, you want to get him running in space, and he needs to learn how to not take hits. If you have a mobile a mobile quarterback, that that right there was why the run game was so impressive in the first five quarters of the season. It was twofold. It was the fact that you had a run threat at quarterback. So now you're playing 11 on 11 versus 10 on 11. You also had a quarterback who was aggressive in pushing the ball downfield and outside the numbers. So by doing those two things, you make the run game extremely efficient. You space the defense out horizontally by threatening the run, the outside run, the inside run, playing 11 on 11. And you threaten them vertically so they have to back up because they know that you're willing to push the ball downfield. Jimmy likes to throw over the middle. Jimmy needs a run game. Crowd the box, put five or six dudes on the line of scrimmage, you're going to shut down this offense because Jimmy has not evolved. The NFL has adapted to Jimmy Garoppolo. They know what his plan is. They know what he wants to do. And what he wants to do only works in a select situation. It works when you have a good run game and you can take advantage of mismatches over the middle. But shit, again, you put you put five, six guys on the line of scrimmage, crowd the box, Jimmy's throwing into traffic, trying to thread the needle. Every single throw, I'm holding my breath, hoping that he doesn't throw an interception. And you know what? This is what happens. I really hope that somehow we can make an adjustment on offense. Unfortunately, Jimmy's a vet. He's out. Dog, what are you doing? <laughs> Jimmy's 30. He's been in the NFL for seven to eight years now, something like that. He's not changing his play. He's not changing who he is. He has good games and bad games, yes. Today was a bad game from Jimmy Garoppolo. I expect better out of this offense. I do understand you're missing your number one running back. I understand you're also missing your third round draft pick running back to an injury. They're probably both not going to be back for a month or two. So you're now rele relegated to Jeff Wilson Jr., a, what is he, a fourth or fifth year undrafted running back who is okay. He's, he's, he's an okay backup running back. He had one very good explosive run today. That was fun. Hit, the, hit a good cutback lane, 37 yards. Congrats. That was, that was badass. I was definitely uh, hooting and hollering, enjoying it. Your backup running back is rookie undrafted free agent, Jordan Mason. 
Shout out Jordan Mason getting a getting a carry or two tonight. But that's what we've come down to. And then of course, you know, Trent Williams gets hurt too, so gotta love it. Got to love it. Is being a 49ers fan a comedy or a tragedy? In literature, the difference between a comedy and a tragedy, tragedy is really quite simple. It's the ending. A comedy, a whole bunch of crazy shit happens, but in the end, everything is good. In a tragedy, a whole bunch of crazy shit happens, and in the end, it's not good. Tragedy, somebody dies, something sad happens, the team loses. In a comedy, it ends up all right. I think, unfortunately, this year is going to be a tragedy for the 49ers. Because this team is so freaking good on so many levels. Talanoa Hafunga, through the first two weeks, was rated as the number two safety in PFF. He's getting national recognition. He's out there looking like Troy freaking Palomalu, running around, hair on fire, making plays, and just blowing shit up. Talanoa Hafunga looks awesome. Nick Bosa is a freak force of nature that just destroys offensive lines. This defense is incredible. Over the last two games, they've allowed nine total points. Nine in two games. The defense. That's ridiculous. That is just incredible. This could legitimately be the best defense in the NFL. This is that so doggy. This could be the best defense in the NFL. And it looks like it. It looks like it. Unfortunately, your offense can't score more than 10 points. Because the quarterback that you have, there is a very clear formula on how to shut him down. With Trey, we didn't know what we were getting. It could be really fun. It could be not good. It could be explosive. It could be inefficient. But, hey, shh, 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 shh. that's enough out of you, too. Yeah, that's enough out of you, too. Don't be a pill. Don't be a pill. Kitty doesn't want to play. Sorry. The joy of uh, having a frustrated puppy. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's what we've run into, is we now have arguably the best defense in the NFL and a quarterback with a very clear formula on how to stop him. And I guarantee you, this entire season, teams are going to be crowding the box, crowding the line of scrimmage, and daring Jimmy to throw. And Jimmy is going to gift them some dumb interceptions. And I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope I am wrong. And Jimmy Garoppolo rebounds next week and balls balls out. Just, like, awesome. Unfortunately, 
We've seen Jimmy on this team for five years, and we know what he is. And I think this is just what we're going to have to deal with. So this season is going to be a whole lot of uh, heart attacks and uh, heart attacks and heartbreaks. It's going to be close games. Jimmy's going to throw a last-second interception or a dumb interception or he'll somehow have a clutch play and throw a dart. It'll be all the above. All the above. But you know what? That's what we get. That's what we get as fans. We are emotionally invested in this team. I'm going to watch this team every goddamn week. I'm going to root for them every Sunday, every Monday, every Thursday that they play. I will go and watch them in Seattle. And hopefully they freaking win and I will be wearing a jersey and screaming until I can't freaking talk the next day. Because that's what we do. We're fans. We get frustrated, we get pissed off, we get emotional. Being a fan's crazy. I, I feel like uh, I feel like this team especially is just like a real, really like they really know how to like rip your heart out. Um, I was not around for the glory days of the eighties and nineties when the Niners won their first five. Uh, I started watching football and really actually became a fan of the Niners in uh, 2011 when Harbaugh came around. And it was like, wow, fell in love with football. And it was awesome. But it was like, man, like heartache, 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 three years in a row of not quite winning the Super Bowl. And then just like the, the really, really ugly years after Harbaugh left. And then the rebuild with Shanahan and Lynch, where they rebuilt. And then just the heart ripper outer of the Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs, where it was like you're up by 10 and then your heart gets ripped out in the fourth quarter. And then the same thing happened last year, where... Holy shit, I don't know how this team is actually winning, but my God, they're in the NFC Championship. And they almost won. They could have won. But Jimmy G has a clear, tried, and true formula on how to shut him down. Hey, shh. It's enough out of you two. And teams are going to play it. Every single game this year. You're going to watch them crowd the line, crowd the box, and we're going to have to pray to the football gods that Jimmy G comes up with a good game. Because if Jimmy doesn't if Jimmy doesn't have a good game, then that means that we are relying on an explosive run offense with a third string running back. So, that's where we are. Anyways, I, I had to get on here and vent. Um, but you know what? Hey, it's all good. Ultimately, at the very least, we got a fucking great team. We got hope. 
You know, like any given Sunday we could win. As long as... <laughs> I feel like there's just been like a bashing on Jimmy. Just like rant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, we have a really good team. This offense. I mean, this defense. Holy shit, like nine points in the last eight quarters. Like... This defense is incredible. We will win some games. I, I guarantee you we're going to win some games this season, like 13 to 10. But, yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. It's rebound week. Now we're going to – I'll probably come back but later with a little bit more of a, some detailed analysis and stuff. But for now, this is what we're in for. It's going to be a long season. We're going to have a lot of heart attacks along the way, but this defense is so damn good. We're going to win some games. All right, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies. I appreciate all of you. Don't.